Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast with Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola. Okay, Coach, uh, your time at St. Vincent's College has ended for the summer. After two years away from Latrobe as your training camp site, was the time spent here every everything you expected it to be? It was, and then some. I'm just such an appreciator of of the atmosphere and the environment and what it does for us from a team development standpoint, uh, the informal time, the, to, the togetherness, uh, the opportunities that guys get to know one another and gain an understanding and appreciation for one another uh, is worth his weight in gold. Um, you can't measure it, but we all acknowledge that good teams have it, and it's a component of getting out of stadiums, and that's why we pour into it, and it has been a good experience. So you'll come back here next year? I'm sure we will. That's up to Art Rooney. That's above my pay grade, um, but I'm all for uh, destination camping for sure. What have you learned about your quarterbacks as a result of this process so far that you didn't know before? Just how solid a guys they are. You know, when you're competing the way that they're competing, it's challenging. But I just love how all three have handled it, how they've supported one another and been stand-up dudes, uh, been good teammates throughout the process. And You can't say enough about that. I don't take that for granted. I value that. That spirit in which they bring has aided the process and probably helped all of them from a performance standpoint. What boxes still need to be checked? All of them. You know, um, we've been in one stadium, and that's just the reality of it. Obviously, the sand is starting to run through the hourglass, but, boy, so many stories are going to be told over the course of the next couple of weeks. Um, You know, I I would – I would hesitate to say that any box is completely checked at this point in terms of being September 11th type ready. There have been three inside linebackers rotating through the lineup with the first group. Those three are Devin Bush, Miles Jack, and Robert Spillane. Uh, are you looking for two to emerge, or is it going to be a three-player division of labor there? You know, I'm, I'm for letting it sort itself out in, in terms of quality of play, but it's not only happening at that position, it's happening at the corner position. We've got, you know, Spoon and Sutton and Levi Wallace. We've got two guys working at, at left guard uh, in KG and Dotson. And so there's some of those things going on. Um, and I've just learned over the years, you keep snapping the football and, and, and the play provides the clarity. And that's what I mean when I say we got two additional weeks here in front of us and, and, and I'm committed to allowing the play to do the sorting. Devin Bush was productive as a rookie, I believe, in many of the ways you had in mind when the team moved up in the draft to pick him. Uh, a knee injury ruined his second season and he appeared to be trying to rediscover himself last season. Where is he now in that process? I think all the things that you outline are accurate, and I think he's ready to move beyond that and be 
um, what he's capable of being. I know that that has been the nature of our discussions. And, and so he's going through the process. He's competing. He's making some plays. And I'm excited about um, him answering some of those questions. Uh, we get challenged in this business at this level. It's, a, it's just our life. And, um, you know, he's, he's very cognizant of it. Um, he's a guy that was born into this game. His dad played the professional game. Uh, he has a level of maturity in terms of understanding that component of it, and and he realizes that his play is going to do the talking, and And I appreciate uh, that mentality. Are any remaining hurdles physical or mental, do you think? You know, I think he could be described as 100% healthy, and so, you know, the things that the challenges for him are are that confidence, that that rhythm that comes with when you're on top of your game, and, and, and he's working to find that. Devin Bush was one of the guys, and this has happened to other players too, it's not just him, where the team has decided to decline to exercise the fifth-year option on his rookie contract. Uh, is that a message? <laughs> I think it's beyond a message. It's business, you know. Guys understand the business, um, and they understand what the, what the business means, man. We didn't exercise that, and so it puts a lot of, you know, it puts a lot of, Wait on performance this year for him, and um, he's embracing it um, like like others before him. What are the elements that go into making that decision one way or the other? You know, it's so many moving parts. It's not only the person involved, but um, it's the people around them, uh, the makeup of our team, salary cap-like things. Um, there's a lot of layers to that discussion. Uh, on the offensive line, you added a couple of veteran free agents to the interior. Kendrick Green, as you mentioned, has moved from center, is now working at guard with Kevin Dotson. How would you assess the development of that unit? You know, I think I've been, I've been pleased with the general progress, um, but I definitely think we're not September 11th ready at this juncture. Um, man, we got a nice challenge going into the stadium this week, man, uh, particularly with those high-pedigreed edge rushers that they have in Jacksonville um, and Walker and Allen. It's going to be a big game for the likes of Chooks and, and Dan Moore. They got some pocket pushers inside. Um, this is a big step for us, particularly going into a road game environment and some of the challenges that comes with being an offensive line unit in a road game environment, um, you know, potentially having to work on silent counting and, and – you know, potentially getting beat to the punch in short yardage circumstances because of it. Uh, when you're one-dimensional from a pass standpoint, um, the get-off component. And so there's some challenges environmentally that I think is a big component of collective development that, that we get to address and answer um, with this outing. You mentioned the communication in the hostile environment. Uh, I noticed that it used to be when Ramon was here, he was the guy that would slap Pouncey and start the whole process going. Now you moved that to James Daniels. Is that because he has more experience or you're playing two guys at left guard? What's the thinking there? Two guys at left guard. And so it's one guy. Um, and so we got a little bit more consistency there um, from a communication uh, and rhythm standpoint. Okay, Coach, at a recent practice, you talked about the challenges the team's going to face tonight against the Jaguars. Um, what specific challenges do you believe this matchup at this venue, at this venue will pose? First of all, they're, they're a week ahead of us from a developmental standpoint because they played in a Hall of Fame game. Um, they've also been in one additional stadium. We've been in one game. They've been in two. And so from a collective maturation standpoint, they're at a different stage of development. And that's an awesome challenge for us. An exciting one is one that I, I hope that, that our group is excited about. Um, I'm sure there's going to be more extensive game planning for them because of where they are in their journey. Their starters might play longer. 
uh, than ours. And so, boy, it's really going to give our second teamers an opportunity to get some exposure, get some frontline NFL players. There's a lot to be excited about when you think about the nature to match up from those perspectives. And, and additionally, the venue, um, just playing in a road game environment, what it means to situational football, red zone, short yardage, goal line um, for your offense and what they need to do to operate. Um, it, it's, it's an awesome challenge, one that I think um, we're ready for. You know, you talked about uh, wanting to practice in the heat of the day here up at camp. Um, you haven't had much heat of the day this, these last few days. I've even been wearing a jacket. What do you expect down there in that respect? <laughs> you know, it's Jayville, man. It's going to be muggy and nasty, and it's going to be a good barometer from a conditioning perspective to see where we are, particularly the young guys, the guys that are, you know, in the kick coverage units and, and, and things of that nature in the second half of the game. Uh, they're really going to be challenged from a conditioning perspective. Do you go in there with a plan about that kind of thing, or do you take it as it comes over the course of the game? I take it as it comes. Um, there, there are certain guys, obviously, that I'm watching more than others from that perspective, but uh, generally I take it as it comes. Uh, over the off season, you made some changes to your defensive staff. Terrell Austin was promoted to defensive coordinator. Brian Flores was hired as senior defensive assistant slash linebackers coach. Uh, on game day, where's Austin? Where will Austin and Flores be, and how will the typical game day responsibilities then be divided up? You know, TA is the coordinator, so he's doing coordinator like work. Um, Flo is going to coach the linebackers essentially, and that's kind of the division of labor. In terms of where they're located, we're 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 exploring as you should this time of year in terms of what what's the best mix and utilization of our talents. And so, week one, TA was upstairs, Flo was down. Um, today we're going to have T.A. downstairs and flow upstairs, and, and we're just going to utilize the preseason for what it was intended to be to, to do some things differently, to look at some things in an effort to find uh, the, the best mix and, and utilization of our skill sets. Whoever it ends up being upstairs, what are you looking forward from that guy? That bird's eye view. Um, you got to be able to see all 22 um, in an instant. You got to have a feel for the contour defenses and how offenses come together, and and be able to take a global picture and and digest what happened. And you know, both of those guys are highly experienced guys. It's a non-issue. It's really just about comfort zones for us, uh, and probably more importantly for TA. You know, as a play caller and coordinator, uh, what's the best environment for him to be in? to make the decisions that he needs to make on game day. Uh, over the course of this this preseason process, there's been a lot of attention paid to number one pick, Kenny Pickett. He is a quarterback and the number one pick, George Pickens as well, number two. Uh, what can you tell us about the progress made by number three pick, DeMarvin Leal, the defensive lineman from Texas A&M? tell you, he's really done a nice job. And, and as you mentioned, some of the others have garnered uh, attention and appropriately so. Um, I just was, imp- I was impressed with what he did between the spring and, and camp in terms of his conditioning. You could tell that he was working extremely hard and he came back ready, and, and, and that's a great platform uh, from which to begin. Uh, he's growing and learning every day. Uh, he's in a veteran group around guys like Cam Hayward and Wormley and Larry O. Um, he's getting that type of tutelage. Um, he's showing flashes of his pedigree and talent, and so – um, the process is running its course. He's got, got some development to do, some plays to make, uh, some growth and development needs to transpire, but I like the general trajectory of where, where it's headed. Over your course of your career here, you've had uh, various degrees of success bringing in veteran 
free agents. Um, D'Angelo Williams was a great success. LeGarrette Blunt, not so much. Uh, Larry Ogunjobi, where's he on that spectrum? You know, I think he and we are still writing that story. Um, you know, he's, he's coming back from surgery, and that's a component of it as well. We've been so thoughtful about um, that component of it because not only is he coming back from surgery, but he's new to us. And so we don't want to take steps backwards as we progress and move forward. And so it's been a get-to-know. Um, his talents are obviously going to be a big asset to us. Getting to know him, he's a quality guy and a football lover and a professional. And so I think he's going to be a major component for us. But we're going to write that story. There's no need to tell it. So you have no concerns about him fitting in because of the situation that happened in Cleveland that he was tangentially involved in pushing Mason down? I mean, there's no – I don't know, do, do guys remember that kind of stuff? Not hardly. <laughs> Man, this guy's that will fight out here uh, at a training camp practice and then go have dinner together. That's, that's football. Your last week at St. Vincent included a couple of training camp traditions, home run derby and the rookie show. Uh, can he pick up one of the home run derby? Is he legit or is he just the best of a mediocre group? He's the headers? best of a mediocre group. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like a three-point contest at a football uh, training camp as well, you know. It doesn't mean that guy's a dead-eye shooter. It just means he's the best of the bunch. Uh, no, Kenny did a nice job. Mitch Trubisky did a nice job. Uh, Christian Koontz did a nice job. We had some guys that represented themselves. I thought it was as competitive of a home run derby as I can remember. What's, what happens at the rookie show? I mean, is that is there any talent there, uh, or is it a version of the gong show? Is it more like a roast? No matter what happens, um, you know, the veteran guys are going to be entertained. It's just be- whether it's quality entertainment or they're laughing at them. Either way, it's a good evening uh, for the veterans. But more than anything, it's uh, – it's an opportunity for guys to let their personality show, to, to, for guys to get to know them, and, and, and for guys not to take themselves too seriously. I just think it's a component of the team. Um, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. You got to be able, be able to be selfless and unguarded. And I think uh, things like that, traditional things like that, really kind of are an avenue to, to, to develop those components of team. Ever, anybody ever had the guts to get up there and do a Mike Tomlin imitation? Are you kidding? Every single year. <laughs> Anybody any good at it ever? Uh, Cresden Butler. Remember that name? Yeah, he did one on the bus on hey. the way over to Friday Night Lights as a rookie. Hey. It was spectacular. Cresden, <laughs> Cresden I, I'd, let, I'd give Cresden a few minutes at the beginning of team meetings from time to time. He was so good. <laughs> Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.